0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Places. I am your host, Ava Muhammad. My co-host is Brother Terrence Muhammad, and the whole Elevated Places team uh, welcomes you once again to our program. Um, Of course, our executive producer, Sister Rona Muhammad, our uh, contributors, Brother Ruben Muhammad, international correspondent, Sister Attorney Pamela Muhammad, our legal correspondent, and Sister Mariam K. Muhammad, our health contributor. Mm-hmm. Um, we, Brother uh, Reuben Muhammad, uh, will probably be joining us uh, later in the program. And of course, we um, have a lot to deal with tonight. Uh, my co host, Brother Terrence Muhammad, is with us to handle this. And we have two very special guests. They're family members, but they are guests uh, on tonight's show. And we're going to discuss uh, a very important program coming up Saturday, this Saturday, the 26th of September. Um, At the center of the attention of the black community right now is the decision that came down. In the Breonna Taylor case, on the 65th anniversary of the grand jury decision in the case of Emmett Till in 1955. So in 1955 and in 2020, we had the same outcome following the brutal murders of, in the case of Emmett Till, a child of the age of 14... And in the case of Breonna Taylor, a young black woman of the age of 26, there will be no penalties imposed upon the killers. Um, so we have to uh, definitely address that tonight. We are also uh, continuing to uh, discuss and research And it's important that every one of you obtain the Final Call newspaper, your digital edition at FinalCallDigital.com. And now that the Fruit of Islam are back out in the street with the paper um, and the hard copy is available, we want you to get that as well. But there is extensive coverage um, this week, once again, on this COVID-19 vaccine. Um, There's a very important article on the history, you know, for your family and for your friends, in case they don't fully comprehend the incredible dangers of these vaccinations and the wickedness with the way white America has abused and experimented on our people. And so this is why the headline is, Why We Can't Trust You and Your Vaccine. Um, there's another article going further in depth on this uh, push by the uh, pharmaceutical cartel to get these Vaccinations uh, or the vaccines, the vaccinations when you actually get the shot, but the push to get these vaccines to uh, market and what is behind that. And of course, um, there is a story, and uh, may Allah be pleased with him. We had a terrible situation that took place um, on the uh, 18th of September in Flint, Michigan, and we lost a soldier um, and servant of Allah, a true uh, loyal member of the Nation of Islam, and I'm speaking of Brother Roy Muhammad. And so please uh, make sure you read that story. Um, along with the, this paper is packed, the articles by the Honorable Elijah Muhammad and the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan and the Criterion message has been remastered with bonus footage so you want to go and get your copy of um, the Criterion which was delivered the 4th of July by the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan and uh, so uh, with that uh, I'm going to uh, turn the mic over to my co-host and he and I were speaking briefly before we came on there's just so much happening in this unraveling world and I know he has more to bring to us assalamualaikum brother Terence
2: wa alaikum salam yes you are correct um <laughs> um so much um, so much, so much, so much. I think that you. Well, let me, let me, let me go back and read this. Um, somebody just posted. Uh, um, I think it was from September the twenty fourth. Uh, I'm not sure when this was. I don't know if this was today from Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. But what it said is, we are experiencing now What we are experiencing now is the chaotic disorder of the breakdown of a world that will give birth to the order of a new world. And, you know, I read it and I say that is because, you know, it's very deep that, you know, what we saw Sister Brianna, and people are outraged and people are mad and people are hurt. And, you know, and the sad reality, Dr. Ava, is like for me, you know, I'm upset, we hurt, you know. The reality, mm-hmm. it just gives more fuel into, I, I I say, what are you going to do, though, you know? It's yeah. like, when have we not ever <laughs> had Injustice and been killed? And the significance yeah. on the day that those of Emmett Till got acquitted. And, and somebody said somebody's drywall was more important. Their drywall was more important than black women. Somebody said yeah. uh, the charges over the dolls of Michael Vick got more charges than what happened to Brianna Taylor. Yeah. You know, so we're hearing this and the disrespect of not just her as Brianna, but just as the symbol of the black woman um, just to be killed. And, you know, in this con- country, and we – We have the narrative of the black woman being the strongest one, but she carries so much weight, the weight of having to always say the right things, represent the community, take care of of the children, bearing the weight of the destruction of the black man. She carries this weight. She carries this weight and carries this weight. And somebody asked the question, how can you say um, just release or find this way for her to release that hurt and that pain when she can be killed outright and nothing be done about it?
3: That's and a, so
2: we're living in this critical time where things are so devastating and so destructive. air, you know, we saw, you know, I, I listened to my sister Tamika Mallory, and I thank her because today she was giving some facts. You know, she was dealing actual facts versus emotions because sometimes we say Sister Brianna got killed in her bed, and she was letting us know she didn't kill in her bed. She was, you know, she had fallen asleep with her, boyfriend, uh, watching TV, and they woke up when they heard the banging, um, and then once they came in, she was killed. Uh, but the point of that is, you know, all of these narratives, the bottom line, she's not alive. Um, and I say this is because, you know, as we're looking at people saying vote, and we got a lot of people saying, don't tell me to go vote to change this. Um uh-huh. And some people, and I say, okay, well, what are you going to do if you don't vote? Where are you going to go? And I'm, I'm trying to direct people now to you don't want to vote in this system because this system is unjust. What are you going to build up? Where do you want to go now? Don't you want the alternative? You know, it's it's really setting up that reality, Dr. Ava, is we don't want this world. We want something new. And I'm like, well, come join that, which is new. Come join that group of people with the messenger of God to build the kingdom of God and something new. Cause we're at that point, you know, you were in the midst of a pestilence and I told somebody on another talk show, uh, I said, no, this pestilence is not the pestilence. The being under these people is the real pestilence. <laughs> and some other pestilence came down from being under the pestilence of this people um and it is it's so much that we have to deal with and i know the conversation that you're going to have you know this weekend is going to be a powerful um powerful discussion and like i said two people got shot two officers got shot in louisville a young um child was in a crossfire in north carolina um and i'm watching some other people doctor ava still dying from covid uh nineteen um and we're you know having things that are happening, so we are really watching the fall of America, you know, and we should be honestly knowing exactly what we're looking at, and that's why we can't stress, and we continue to talk, and we continue to say, Go back, listen, rewatch the criterion.' Uh, and if you just break down what is the word, the criterion, we need to understand that word and then go study the minister's words in the criterion and really pay attention. And as you said, go to uh, FinalCallDigital.com, FinalCallDigital.com, and get your Final Call description so you can see what's happening, and see what's about to happen because this has already been written. Um, so I'm at a place, Doctor Avery, where last night I went to sleep because I didn't know what I was going to wake up to. I watched the things that was going on, and you know I was praying for my friends that was in D.C. I saw in riot. I saw people in rallies down in Atlanta. I saw people in Denver. I saw people uh, in different cities across the country where I knew uh, I had people that was boots on the ground. And I'll just say for us. Just tune in every Wednesday night at 730 at NOI.org. Tune in tomorrow, Self-Improvement, our study group, um, Friday night at 730 at NOI.org, and Sunday at 10 a.m. Central, uh, 11 a.m. Eastern at NOI.org, and get some life-giving teachings of the Most Honored Elijah Muhammad taught today by the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. That is the only guidance that I can offer at this point. Because another brother, Dr. Ava, called me as I wrap up, called me today to let me know that last night he got arrested. And it was nothing I could really say. I was like, brother, you went to a rally, you went to a protest, and you went to a city that you know are known clansmen, not uh, overt race, but they were, <laughs> you know, outwardly racist. Yes. Um, and you knew there was racist, and you knew that there was clans, and, and they showed you and told you that. Um, And he was in a situation where he just, the flag that he had tapped the person's phone. And that person told the police, and the police wanted to investigate him. But situation happened where he got arrested, you know, in a place where he didn't supposed to be doing what he did. But I was like, in this day and time, we cannot be out in these streets. We cannot be, if we don't remember Wisconsin, when a little boy just came and killed people. They are ready to slaughter. And then the president a few weeks ago sent out an executive order that you can't send federal dollars on any anti-racist or sexism training. Anything like that, you can't spend federal dollars on that. So there's a lot going on that we need to be very watchful and careful. And, of course, uh, the passing of the Supreme Court judge, and we're watching to see how that plays out. So, like I said, I skipped over a whole lot, Dr. Ava. I'm just in that moment where um, we just need to understand what we're watching, of all of America, and continue to hear the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan or the guidance that we have. You know, you can go get some other guidance, but you want the sure truth? Listen to the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. Right.
1: That's right. Thank you, Brother Terence. The beautiful yes, opening. And, and you know, really, I'm thinking as you're talking about the protests, uh, you know, I was having a conversation with one of our young FOI. He's 26 years old. He's a police officer um, with the Chicago Police Department. And he's going to, you know, he's, he's working with us um, with the project separation as we Move from the 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 word to the action as we can see is quickly happening, and his knowledge of the uh, the streets and the neighborhoods and you know what's viable for us to get started on actually making our own communities a safe and decent place to live, which is phase one of the separation process. And he was saying that you know the when you look at these protesters and also when you look at our youth and they're out here looting, et cetera, that's a manifestation of hopelessness and the absence of strong leadership and the insertion of that third category of the minister's four categories of enemies, the scared-to-death Negro. That's the big mm-hmm. impediment right now um, to our freedom. And as we've seen in history, you know, the enchanters of Pharaoh and all the the, the house Negroes during slavery, um, those are the people that keep this thing going. And right. at a certain point, they're going to have to be told, either sit down or we're going to sit you down. And it will not be right. pretty. And, uh, you know, one of those scared-to-death Negroes, and, and before I even start talking about him, I want to open the line because we have our legal contributor, Attorney Pamela Muhammad, on, uh, so we can talk about the legal aspects of this case of Breonna Taylor. And, of course, we all know now that the Attorney General of the State of Kentucky is a, I'll call him, melanated individual, Um and I'm told he's married to the granddaughter of Mitch McConnell. Okay? Right. Um, and so th- this this is our problem right now. This, You know, you, these are barriers to us being able to directly deal with the natural enemy, okay, the open enemy.
3: That's right. Uh,
1: but we see so many uh, manifestations of the underbelly. Of America in 2020, you know, the COVID 19 brought so much to the surface. Um, As people are saying now, a lot of Black people are saying this is a this is a day of reckoning. Even white people are saying it. This is uh, America's day of reckoning with racism. That is also bringing things to the surface. uh, Not the least of which is the legal system and it, like every other system in America, comes up out of a doctrine of white supremacy. And um, it's inconceivable that what happened in the decision in this case happened, but it did. So I want to have a brief discussion on that uh, before we go to our uh, guest at the bottom of the hour. And so I'm pleased that... um, once again, Sister Attorney Pamela Muhammad has taken time from her schedule to join us on Elevated Places. As-salamu alaykum, Sister Pamela. Wa
4: well, alaykum uh, Sister Dr. Ava. Yes, ma'am, and also Brother Terrence, as-salamu alaykum to you. And well, salam, ma'am. Um, yeah. Yes, sir. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Sister Dr. Ava, for allowing me to come on your show and make a Um, Yes, ma'am. I'm just honored as always, uh, sister, because we've really been enjoying you on the separation town hall meetings, the one that you did with both Brother Louis Ali's as well as the one that you did with the Delaware Valley um, this, I think it was Tuesday, Mm -hmm. because Yes, ma'am. It was awesome. These are awesome, and because at the at the end of the day, for me, this is at the root of what we must do to um, as a solution for these inconceivable uh, demonstrations of white supremacy that are coming out of our legal system. We must do what the honorable. Uh, Elijah Muhammad has instructed us as being the only solution, which is separation, and also to take the Muslim program. I think before Congress, Sister Ava, because um, as you were saying, now we're looking in the in the case of our our sister Brianna Taylor, the tragedy. What we were asking for was an indictment, and an indictment, as your listeners. Mm-hmm. You know, probably no. It's really just a formal accusation against someone who is suspected of committing a serious crime, which would have been filed at the conclusion of this grand jury investigation. And we should have gotten an indictment because an indictment is not proof. You know, this is we weren't asking for um, proof beyond a reasonable doubt. And it's just a dog and pony show, as they would say, for this prosecutor to act as if he could not have gotten an indictment under these facts, uh, because it was cold-blooded murder. And, you know, I just wanted to start off by saying, Sister Ava, see, this is why a lot of times when I come on your show, I'll talk about the different stories of injustice and the murders and how our brothers are being killed by the police, because the law is used to perpetuate the system of white supremacy. And, you know, some of the researchers have said that we don't have any liberty under this system. We are slaves, and these are constitutional professors who show that because of this race-conscious selective policing, uh, the targeted racism that the black community is, is a victim of, discrimination of the policies, you know, we can show that they collude and they coach to get themselves out of using the law um, to practice racism, like the killing of our sister, Brianna. In this case, Sister Ava, as you know, the the no-knock warrant in and of itself, I believe, is a racist tool. You know, the police have no real need to bust in any house in the middle of the night for some supposed war on drugs which we know the war on drugs was always used to destroy the black community they put the drugs in the community and then incarcerated and killed our people talking about they were doing a war on drugs so now we have this no knock warrant and then the next thing you have is these police officers shooting 28 shots at our sister in her home Hmm. and then they want to raise these two excuses, Sister Ava, these justifications, this collusion, this lying, first they want to say that, oh, the vigorous laws on self-defense are one of the, their their reasonings, because somehow there was some self-defense uh, that the police had the right to claim after they break into your house with guns, right. and then... You know, because the law, I I looked at the law and each state is different, so I can't say that this is specific to Kentucky, but the law does say that a person may not claim self defense. This case of People versus Toller, which they, you know, they start off in this treatise by saying the elements of self defense are similar across the United States. So for them to try to use this self defense, we can look at this law and say a person can't even claim self defense if they are the ones who provoke the difficulty. I, mean, I can't cu- I can't start yes. a fight with you. I can't kick in your door and bust in your house, and then when you try to defend yourself, then somehow I have the right to kill you. Why is that? Because you're the police? And I think it's a very dangerous precedent that's being shown that the police can just bust in your house and just shoot people down. Uh, With no consequences, uh, I couldn't do that. And so where was the right to retreat? You know, where was the right to say, uh, look, we need to leave, we need to call for backup if that was even the way it happened? But 28 shots, Sister Ava, you know, this is just outrageous. So the law is being used, just as you said with Emmett Teal, you know, they used the law to perpetuate a racist mentality, their white supremacy, and then they use the law to explain away the wrongful conduct. This is what is going on. Exactly. So, you know, I just I just wanted to, um, you know, just end by saying, you know, the police, the judges, the lawyers, you know, these people, they cover up by the use of the law, and then they punish supposedly wrongdoers, even when, and, and I think this is very interesting, when we seek, justice. You know, you have cases like Reese Taylor or someone who was raped, you know, by a mob of white men, you know, years ago, I think that was her name. But then when the family says, well, can I get some justice, you know, like the protesters are saying, can we please have some justice, then we're demonized for wanting justice from an unjust system. So this, you know, this system is just rotten to the core, uh, Sister Ava, and and that, I just wanted to say, that is why I bring up these cases and try to point out some of the discrepancies, yeah. because this system shows us that we don't have a remedy here. We do not have liberty or freedom, and we are going to have to use the Muslim program and take the Honorable Elijah Muhammad's uh, position for separation, because this is not justice And um, so I, I just kind of Wanted to, to put that out because this Really hurt my heart um, and, and, and this is just outrageous So um, we can talk more About the specific facts If you'd like to Sister yes, Ava ma'am. But I, I just wanted to do that summary Thank you so much Asalaamu no, Alaikum
1: well, like, um, And stay with us That's very important And that's why people tune into this Program uh, so that we can yes, be operators. We, as we go about, yes, yeah, we, we go about our activities and interact with our families and yes, co-workers ma'am. and yes. people that we are trying in this short window of time to get across to the, the, the last thing you said, there is no remedy. You, no, you have not. a number of black people who still think that voting, who think that the court system. Uh, that these institutions are uh, in some way a means of us coming up out of this horrific situation we're finding ourselves in. And Allah is demonstrating every day. He's not allowing us to have any relief from this. And so this is why we had the outcome that we did, because if this, had been done right Then so many of our people Would take that one instance Of some measure Of justice and use it to spend Another hundred years here And that can't happen yeah, at Time uh, And what must be done Does not allow that we are, we are in the Execution of judgment As we speak And remember what Minister Farrakhan Said in the criterion for us for each one of us individually and then as a as a as an up and coming nation that Allah will withhold judgment on you if he finds you making an effort to repent. And there's an article by the honorable Elijah Muhammad in his paper, Will America Repent? She will not. She is unrepentant. That's what He's bringing out you have Donald Trump Complimenting this Negro Prosecutor On his brilliance You know for you To stand there as a uh, Melanated person And refer To This young woman's death As justifiable Right You know legal is one thing Justice is something else You're saying her death at the age of 26 in her own home is justice? And so we had better wake up and stop pretending there is no point number four. And, you know, as as I was listening to you, I was thinking about uh, when you said this prosecutor is trying to pretend he couldn't get a charge. I'm glad you reminded everybody. Look at black people. We, we ask for the minimum, the minimum yes, in the process. We, we didn't ask for this man to be uh, executed yet. Do we understand right. that months of protests were needed to even assemble a grand jury? And we're just asking you to formally charge these people, charge them. So that the wheels of justice could begin turning. And it took all of this, and, and, you know, now we've reached a point where, as the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said, we're being made mockery of. That's right. in, 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 In several ways. You know, number one, when you said that about him stepping out and claiming he didn't have the evidence, I am a former prosecutor. You know when the law really goes into uh, action the the law that is written in books and on paper and in this constitution that's one thing, but re, in reality, all law operates as a result of the mind of. Whoever is controlling its operation And that's why yes, we're, we're taught that They make mischief By means of the laws you just said it's, it's the shield they hold up That's right To cover genocide And, and so right. When you go in the grand jury The prosecutor Doesn't look at the law First The prosecutor determines what he or she wants to have as an outcome.
4: That's right. What do I want to
1: happen up in here? And then I'm going to take the law and I'm going to manipulate it and utilize it in a manner that gets me the outcome I want. So this Negro knew going in there because he's the mouthpiece for white people, he's a mouthpiece for slavery. He's he's William in the movie Django, but <clears> in real life, he's he's the slave in in Nat Turner film that said to Nat Turner, "You you gonna get us all killed?" And we're in the, and we're in the middle of slavery. We're kidnapped hostages,
0: being right. forced
1: into labor with men having uh, white men come into their little cabin at night and take their wife
4: yes, ma'am. up to
1: the big house to give her to some other redneck for sex and then give her back to you. And you're talking about come you going get us killed? <laughs>
3: and yes, so, ma'am. you know, we've
1: got to reach a point where uh, we're, we're not going to tolerate, we tolerate this behavior from our own We got to clean up our own house We have to make it known To the open enemy This negro Is not going to get it done for you Anymore That's right You're not going to shut us down By putting some Handkerchief head negro Out in front of us You're really arousing our anger that's you're arousing right. right. our anger, and you're arousing the anger of the Lord of the Worlds when you do this. You're just pushing us toward the moment of, of destruction. Yes, but I ma'am. hope we all are are realizing that we are neither going to vote our way out of this, nor are we going to protest our way out of it. And as I heard one brother say, the... The issue is the issue of innocence. They flipped the script. Breonna Taylor was innocent.
4: Innocent, that's right. In
1: every way. But they came out and found her murderers innocent because innocence. they're white yes, men with the added protection of being called a police officer. And so the right. in the Emmett Till case back in... 1955, where these crackers bragged about lynching and killing him. They walked out. It goes all the way back to the Dred Scott decision. A Negro has no right that a white man is bound to respect. Bound to respect.
4: Yes, Mm -hmm. ma'am. And Sister Ava. Yes, I wanted to put this out here for you to destroy this argument because our listeners, you know, we get propo- you know, we just get uh, you know, lies that they throw at us. So one um, attorney is shaping the narrative in this article and I and I have wanted to say it earlier. He's saying that the yes, prosecutor ma'am. in the grand jury, he's saying that he has an ethical duty if he can't prove a case beyond a reasonable doubt,
0: to, um,
4: he's saying that, you know, that he has the ethical obligation to not even seek an indictment. Do you hear that? I mean, that is so not the law. But, you know, the pat this Negro on the back, and, you know, and then, you know, how they, well, see, he was a good Negro who used his ethics. You know, and they every criminal ever known, ever murderer, but they always like to assign those lofty. Oh, they're ethical. It's it's righteous, and and you know, as a former prosecutor, that's not the law. So
0: um, not not at all. Put that
4: out there. (laughs) Yes, ma'am.
1: Yeah, but you know what it reminds me of? See, making mischief by means of the law. They change law in our face, in front of us, while we look. I remember in the O.J. Simpson case, they changed uh, a very powerful, long evidentiary doctrine that you are innocent until proven guilty.
4: Okay, that's, right. so that's
1: the doctrine in the United States. Well, when O.J. got acquitted, the media began saying, and it persists to this day. They kept saying, "Well." This jury acquitted him, but he never proved he was innocent.
0: He never had right. the
1: burden to prove. You, you walk, when you charge with something, it is the charging party that has the burden right. to prove. I never have to prove I did not do something. You have That's to right. prove I did. I walk in the court wearing the cloak of innocence. Until proven guilty. Well, that very doctrine uh, applies here. See, the prosecutor, reasonable doubt, first of all, that's not even the prosecutor's job. That's the jury's job.
4: That's right.
1: To make that finding. Your job is to use all the evidence that you can gather to find the truth. At the time of the charge, first of all, you don't know if you can prove it. Beyond a reasonable right. doubt, so it's a fake, false narrative, but this right. Negro is getting all sorts of accolades from the the big house on the plantation, and he's again, <laughs> he's married to the granddaughter, I'm told of Mitch McConnell, who is the scum of the planet Earth, you know the is yes, already a skunk, but he's the spawn scum under the skunk. He's a lower skunk in the skunk family.
4: Yes, ma'am. And he, Come is on.
1: The, he is the man that met with a group of devils when Obama was being inaugurated and they committed Come themselves on. to destroying his presidency. And he was proud to stand in Barack Obama's face ten months before the election and say, I'm gonna block your appointment to the Supreme Court because we're too close to the next election. Let the people decide after the new president. That was ten months before the election. Now we're like six weeks before the election. And you're gonna run and and put an appointee uh, on the Supreme Court. But look at a law, see the unraveling, the shifting yes. Uh, If if you're watching carefully, this government is actually changing. The configuration of the U.S. government is changing in front of us, and it's changing to uh, accommodate. It's being forced to change to something that will ultimately accommodate perfectly separation. Mm -hmm.
0: And we've talked before
1: about the fifty. individual states but the other thing that is happening is that the democratic party is saying to the republicans they're saying if trump and you all are going to go low and push through another uh one of your people onto the supreme court bench then what we're going to do if we win this election and we get a Democratic president, and it's already highly likely they're going to get a Democratic Senate majority. They said if we take over, because this just happens, it's just the cycles in this country. But if the Democrats <laughs> get a president, a majority Senate, they already have majority House, you know what they're going to do? They're going to add seats to the Supreme Court. <clears throat>
4: Yes, ma'am.
1: Okay? They're going to add seats. Now, everybody, since they've lived, knows nine justices. And we end up confusing practices with law. Okay. We confuse the practice with the U.S. Constitution. Nowhere in the U.S. Constitution is there a cap on the number of justices that you can put on the Supreme Court. So the Democrats can come back, they can make, if they get the majority, they can make, let's say, two appointments, and there's 11 judges, or four, and there's 13. Mm -hmm. But what you're looking at is what the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan said from God as a definitive declaration. Um, This nation is unraveling. Yes, ma'am. And something new, you're actually watching one thing come down. Some of us, so many of us are spooky. We thought it would be something out of the clouds. No, it's happening on a day-by-day, practical basis.
4: Yes, ma'am.
1: He said Trump would be the last president of this country. And people don't necessarily understand that. He said this country. He didn't say there would never be yep. another country or that all of this would just disappear. This is going to be here, but it's going to be a new world.
3: Mm. Crazy. And well, we're
1: watching yes. America take herself out because this is a fall. America is falling. And then when she breaks down into her constituent parts, she better leave black people. They better leave black people alone.
4: Yes, ma'am.
5: Yes, but thank ma'am. you
1: for that that contribution. And so uh, yeah, we're going up up on the hour, so I am uh let's, we're gonna move on and uh get into the next segment which is We have some very uh, special guests. There's a new program in town, and the title of it is Appropriately Closing the Gap. And that program is hosted by uh, Brother James Muhammad and Brother Chad Muhammad. These are student ministers in uh, Tampa, Florida. And uh, in fact... uh, Tampa was one of the hosts of uh, one of our town hall meetings
5: uh, right.
1: during the tour um, last year. And, in fact, I think Tampa, we did Tampa, was one of our early stops back in 2018 uh, when we first started the uh, Project Separation uh, tour. And and Brother uh, James Muhammad is a longtime soldier, In the Nation of Islam. So, as we uh, get their lines open, and I do see, I see Brother Chad, but I want to uh, briefly give a little uh, introduction. So, I'm pulling up my messages here from our producer. All right. Let's see. So, I know we have. Brother Chad on the line, because I saw him earlier. Okay, we have Brother James, okay. Mm -hmm. And I think we have Brother Chad as well. All right, so let me... um, Give, uh, first of all, assalamu alaikum and thank you so much for taking time to come on uh, Elevated Places and also for inviting me to come on your program this Saturday on the 26th of September at 6 p.m. Central, 7 Eastern. And uh, Brother James, who I've known for a long time, and uh, yes, Brother ma'am. James is yes, a soldier, he's a father. And on the 29th of this month, am I correct, Brother James?
3: Yes.
6: You yes, and ma'am. your wife,
1: Sister Joanne, will be celebrating yes. 40 years of marriage.
7: Love love years due love it. 40 years of
1: marriage. Right. I love it. I love it. All praises due to Allah. And Brother James registered in the nation in 1972. He has served as the FOI secretary at the legendary mosque number seven as an assistant minister to student minister, our beloved uh, Hafiz Muhammad. May Allah be pleased with him. He has served as the student uh, coordinator and student minister of Muhammad Mosque number 95 in St. Petersburg and student assistant minister to student regional minister Rasul Muhammad when he was over the seventh region and also the regional director, seventh regional director of the Millions More Movement, student regional auditors coordinator of the seventh region, student coordinator in Orlando, Florida, and currently student in the ministry of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan and host of this exciting new program,
0: uh, Closing
1: the Gap. And uh, brother Chad, Muhammad. do we have brother Chad? I know he was oh, on yes. earlier. I as- wonder. Alaikum. Yes, ma'am. the Lincoln All right, sir. All right, Lincoln well, Salon, and brother Chad Muhammad, who, as I said, um, his uh, Tampa study group hosted uh, one of our earliest town halls. Beautiful. It was in a church. They're very active in the community. Yes.
5: And yep, he has man. been
1: registered in his own right as an FOI since nineteen ninety four. He has served as a record keeper, FOI coordinator, and for nearly fifteen years in the prison ministry and currently serves the beautiful believers and they are beautiful of Tampa yeah, Study right. Group as the student group study group coordinator since twenty fifteen under student regional minister brother Patrick Mohammed. And brother Chad and his wife of 22 years, they have three children. He is also an educator, and I can bear witness he serves the community because the community turned out for that
4: meeting. That's I mean, big right. it, awesome. right. it was awesome. That's right.
1: And um, so he and brother, yes. So the two of you are co-hosting "Closing the Gap," and we all are familiar yes. with that profound yes, title of one of the most, I mean, I, that book, I'm, I've got it sitting yeah. here on my dining room table right <laughs> now, okay?
3: Yes, ma'am. It's never far yes, from
1: yeah. me. Oh, That's my right. God. Uh, brother brother, Minister Jabril Muhammad, his interviews of our leader and teacher, our Jesus, our light-giving son, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. I, I mean, y- if you get through that book, you you will become... Invulnerable. You will be invincible. Mm. <laughs> okay. Yes, ma'am. That is that is a curriculum in and of itself. Um, so, who wants to start first? I want you to first uh, tell us a little bit about the program itself, the format, and what inspired you all to do this.
6: Yes, ma'am. If I may. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yes, ma'am. And thank you student, sister minister, and doctor, Ava Muhammad. (laughs) First and foremost, we always want to invoke uh, the name of Allah, of course, uh, who appeared in the person of Master Father Muhammad, without whom none of this would be taking place. We thank him for is a risen Christ, the most honorable Elijah Muhammad, through whom we have been given our beloved and blessed Redeemer. And I refer to him as my personal Savior and Deliverer, the honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. And uh, I want to thank you, my dear sister, uh, Brother Terrence, and all who are involved in getting us to this point. We consider consider it a great Great, great honor to be That's guests right. on your on your show. Of course we have to give props where props are due, mm-hmm. and we would not have the name of the show Closing the Gap had it not been for our beloved and blessed Redeemer, the honorable minister Lewis Farrakhan. And on that note, dear sister, you know, I just recently received the hardcover copy of closing the gap, And yes, you sir. know how you, you know, yep. with, uh, I, let me speak for myself. You know, I'm guilty of <laughs> reading things and then putting them down and not picking them up for a while. But I was so excited about receiving the hardcover copy. I began to re- read it immediately again.
3: Yes, and I
6: read it in the intro. I couldn't get past the introduction, and I was reading (laughs) my dear sister Tanya Muhammad's uh, 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 introduction, and I realized what the gap really was and is, you know? Mm -hmm. And and that gap is what calls the Christ into existence, to be reconciled back to God. And the gap really is, our lower self and the separation of our lower self from the higher self. That's yes, sir. the real gap, and it ties right in, of course, with the uh, study guides because that is the purpose of the study guides, the self-improvement study guides that will ultimately reconcile us back God. So I was very excited about that. I want to thank the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan for inspiring us with the title of the show. We've been airing all praises due to Allah. That's right. We've been airing the show for now maybe a year. Initially it was in a radio station that was located a stone's throw away from the uh, mosque or study group where we met and we were blessed to uh, be allowed to use that studio and of course when COVID hit we had to retreat to our homes and shelter yes, and close the door and so we began broadcasting from our home and I was so happy to call my brother Chad and asked him would he'd like to accompany me on this journey. And he Mm -hmm. agreed, and it's a great blessing to have him as uh, my co-host. He brings so much to the show. But the show is purpose to close the gap, where gaps exist, with the teachings of the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad, as they are represented by the honorable minister Louis Farrakhan. And so I'll stop here and let my brother uh have words. Thank you, all
7: yes, of ben. you. Asalam Alaykum. Um well, uh, Assalamu alaykum family. Uh, I Salaam. just would like to just give the greeting um uh, and thank everyone for the invite. I most definitely is a, a true fan of the show. And I want to thank you, uh, the Student Minister Ava Muhammad, for all of your hard work, yourself and Brother Terrence, and also our dear sister Pamela. And um, just an avid listener of the show, one thing I really like about Elevated Places is you talk a lot about solutions. It's just not about problems that we face on the daily, but, you know, hey, we need That's to right. do this, we need to do that. And, um, uh, yes. Brother Ter- you know, y- y'all touched on so many. I mean, I was like, wow, wow. I was just all into it. And I had my phone on mute. That's why you couldn't <laughs> hear me at first when you called for me. I was so <laughs> <two laughs> into And I was taking so many notes, and I am jotting down like, oh, oh you calling me now. <laughs> I had to take it off of Um But, you know, I, I thank you, uh, Student Minister Abel, for all of your hard work. I want to also compliment you. On the recent, uh, the article by this to the National Correspondent, Mr. Charlene Mohammed, in the words that she added um, from yourself about COVID-19, you know, there was very yes, enlightening uh, on page yes, three of a new final call. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. So I thank you for all your hard work. I think our Brother James explained it, you know, to a T. I'm just happy to be there with such an inspiring brother uh, pioneer, and um, he he gave me so much history about the nation of Islam because you know, for my years of coming in the '94, he has uh, uh, 22 years before me. You know, so I like, when he came in, I wasn't even born. So you know, he has so much to offer. So it's a great journey to uh, to take with my brother. So very thankful and thank you to Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, um, just for discovering life and purpose now. Uh, By being in the nation of Islam Glad to be his sister
1: Yes sir Mm. And so uh, We're going to be on um, Together I appreciate being invited Yes Yes,
3: Um, yes.
1: It's it's my job as the Official national spokesperson uh, For the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan In the nation of Islam um, To do my best To To stand up and propagate the word and present my teacher and the nation in the best light possible. That's, that's the job of a spokesperson. I'm not a representative because I haven't evolved to where I fully reflect my teacher. He is the only person in the nation of Islam's history that ever has had the title national representative. There have been national spokesmen but only on. one national representative, representative and we can all bear witness he is in every way, shape and form a full and complete reflection of yeah. the one he represents, the honorable Elijah Muhammad. And um so, you know, we're going to be talking about um and I think it's our all of our jobs as student ministers to do what we're doing, to take advantage to the degree that we can, and for as long yeah. as we can, of these social media platforms, and, and it's just amazing how Allah uh, facilitates His own plan, you know. Right. And He right. He right. is That's making right. sure, you know, that that the truth reaches the eye and ear of everyone on this planet. Um,
4: That's
1: right you know, when Minister Farrakhan uh, spoke with uh, some of the laborers and officials of the nation um, last Thursday, um, he talked um, about yes, you know predictive events and the actual events and of course the um, when when you look at um, our newspaper. It, it says uh, in what the Muslims believe, I'm going to pull it out so I say it right and exact, that um, we believe that Allah appeared in the person of Master W. Fadr Muhammad, July 1930, the long awaited Messiah of the Christians and the Mahdi of the Muslims. We believe further and lastly, that Allah is God, and besides him, there is no God. And he will bring about a universal government of peace wherein we can all live in peace together. And and he was explaining that to appear, to be made known is to be made known.
0: Mm-hmm. When
1: you make an appearance, like you'll see, Oh, appearing tonight, uh, Shaka Khan. Okay, right. that means she's right. she's making herself known. She's you that's know right. she's there. Okay, mm-hmm. but when Master Fard Muhammad uh, met the honorable Elijah Muhammad in September of uh, nineteen thirty-one, he wasn't known to mm. really anyone.
6: Okay, that's right. He definitely
1: didn't appear in 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 reality July fourth, nineteen thirty, because he still wasn't the the world wasn't aware of him. Even the people he was interacting with, they had no idea who he was. And I said it to say that he was sharing with us that it was the the actual Appearance and making known Master Farid Muhammad took place this July 4th, 2020, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. when the whole world was watching the Criterion. Come on. And when they saw this man, Minister Louis Farrakhan, his appearance and the environment he appeared in we're not of this world.
3: Come on, sis.
1: So when when we follow Him, we're we're in the world, but we're not of the world. We're not a product of this world. That's right. Allah has taken us and made us into His. That's right. what this is right. all about, and and that's the the role the role of the core self improvement is major and mandatory mm-hmm. to that process mm-hmm. you know yes, and ma'am. and so um, I I appreciate you all being out there and the honorable Elijah Muhammad said or wrote in the uh, one of the issues of Muhammad speaks that someone had told me about he said all my followers are ministers mm-hmm. come on. Yes, ma'am. And so it's the duty of the follower of these teachings to use our access to social media. At a time yes, when people are, even though we don't have, the, we're, we're past the shelter-in-place phase, but there's really not too many places to go, okay? <laughs> and really so true. we That's still true. find right. ourselves at home Way more than we did uh, before COVID.
7: Yes, that's right. And
1: while we're on these platforms, let us not engage in foolishness and silliness and, you know, ego tripping. Let's spread the gospel,
6: okay? (laughs) Absolutely. You know, you speak to, again, one of the purposes of the show. Certainly in the criterion, the minister gave us all our marching orders, which was Mm -hmm. to stand up and tell the truth wherever we were and regardless to the circumstances on our jobs or wherever we may currently be. And so to that end, of course, it's all of our responsibilities to take the stand and defend the minister, defend the nation, to defend the truth. But there are those, Well, I won't say but, but in addition, there are those (laughs) who are profound in that expression, masterful. And so, therefore, we Mm -hmm. wanted to set up a platform, a social media platform, uh, from which those who are prolific in their defense of the Mm -hmm. Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan and the Nation of Islam, and so we've been blessed to have guests. Such as student minister Demetric Muhammad on the right. research team of the Honorable Minister Louis yeah. Farhan, student yeah. minister, student regional minister Abdul Malik Saeed Muhammad, oh, yeah. student minister <laughs> and general counsel Arif Muhammad, student minister and Dr. Yeah. Wesley Muhammad, and so this is what we yeah. take joy in.
7: That's right. Yes, sir. Facilitating yes,
6: sir. those masterful defenders and yourself, my dear sister. Right. Yes, yes, which right. by the way, I, I, you know, I approached that with a bit of trepidation. I said, "Well,
7: this is Sister <laughs> Ava. Why,
6: why, why would she come on my show?" <laughs> oh no! Uh, uh. in, in, in truth, in, in truth, and I was literally overwhelmed uh, with joy. When you confirmed, and I called That's Brother right. Chad and said, Yes, I, our Sister Dr. Ava confirmed, and he was uh, <laughs> uh, right. equally That's joyful. Right. You know, absolutely. so we That's are good. looking forward, really looking forward to hosting That's you, uh, my dear sister. That's and uh, we certainly are going to discuss what was discussed this evening.
5: And on that
6: point, you know, I, I know that to many it was shocking, myself included, but it was not surprising. We have a history of this kind of behavior on the part of the enemy. And I, like many of our people, would like to believe that it's going to get better
3: you know, through our protests and
6: through, you know, our actions. But in reality, I believe, from what I understand of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan's message to us, that these kinds of miscarriages, these gross miscarriages of justice will not only not cease, but they will escalate severity and increase in regularity until black people see That we must Separate from this enemy Separation Is the only The best and only solution To this problem And I'll just close my, my words With referencing The Holy Quran Wherein Moses or Musa Prayed to Allah In the Bible it's Jehovah And he asked Allah to please, diminish, and destroy, actually, Pharaoh's ability to care for the children of Israel.
7: That was the only
6: way the children of Israel would (laughs) listen to Moses and depart with Moses because they were so tied to the little crumbs that Pharaoh rolled Mm, out to them. And that's a prototypical picture of what is happening today in reality.
1: Yes. Yes.
5: So,
6: unfortunately, uh, it, 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 as much as we would like to see a cessation mm-hmm. of these things, right? they're going to
7: increase
6: wow. in severity and regularity until...
7: We see until
2: we that obey. That's
7: we'll <laughs> yeah.
2: right. Until we, we obey. Tonight. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh,
6: yes, ma'am.
2: And Dr. Ava, I wanted to yeah. jump in here because you um, before sure. it gets too far down the road, but I remember when Closing the Gap, uh, when it first came out, the the study guy Closing the Gap came out and it was Savior's yeah. Day. And I just was one of those people on on that stack, passing them out, passing them out to the believers. And it was such just like, monumental book, and, you know, like, everybody trying to get it, everybody trying to get it, everybody trying to get it. You know, and back then, brothers used to have their badges. They were flashing badges. I need two, brother. It was only giving out one. And everybody wanted that book, and we were just reading and reading it, and I remember out having a study group about it. And then when yep. we came out with the book, Closing the Gap, you know, one of the things who said interviews of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. But then we took it deeper and said it's an interview, an interview. So right. we wanted to give you a That's deeper right. and wider view of the minister. So when you start mm. talking about you being the spokesperson and you all talking about y'all have a a show called Closing the Gap then our job, honestly, is to give the world an inner view into the man who we want people to listen to and know that they right. should mm-hmm. so they can understand right. the criterion. Because yeah. when you know who he is, then when mm-hmm. you hear him speak, you, speak you, you listen with a different kind of ear. <laughs> On, in other here. words, when you know someone can actually make you money and make you a star, so you don't go, when you see somebody who's a billionaire, a rich person, or who's in the industry, the music, or uh, see a Denzel, you're going to listen to a Denzel talk about acting because Denzel has a track yeah. record. You're going to right. you're gonna listen to a Diddy. You're going to listen to a Jay-Z because you know those are industry giants. So who is that giant that represents God? in our midst. But if people don't have an inner view of who he is, so we're trying right. to close that gap. Close that gap between him and us. And not just us in the nation, but us as a people to know who he people. is because he's growing more and more to knowing who he is. And he know where he is going.
6: Ahead, so Chase. we're trying to get
2: people to see him for who he is before he makes that transition where you don't get a chance to recognize what's in our midst. So I think, you know, what Dr. Abel has set up on this platform, we're at an elevated place. We're elevating ourselves Mom. from this world on Thursday nights to take us to a higher level, and you all yeah. on Saturday to going to close that gap.
7: Come on, without, come on So right. we can
2: get closer. So this connection, <laughs> right. so it's it's, yeah. it's not, you know, the humblest thing of Dr. Ava, you know, we all are always, like each week I'm honored and have to prepare to come. We don't take it for granted. Like all of us, when we're in the presence of the minister, it's like being in the presence of his presence for the first time. We don't ever take it for granted. But I think yeah. I wanted to add is that Dr. Ava understands that she wants to carry this message like the messenger or the Christ said to the minister, carry this to every nook and cranny. She wants to bear witness to who he is (laughs) in every (laughs) airway that she possibly can to get the message out because we have to give people an interview of who he is.
6: That's beautiful, brother. Can you transcribe that and send an email (laughs) to me there, brother? Well, it will be on blog talk.
7: (laughs) You can go back and listen (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes, sir. All world. praises My into Allah. Allah, love. Beautiful. Beautiful. Absolutely. On, yeah. on that
1: beautiful note, we, we're we going to let our uh, callers get in, because they, they can get yes. irritated with us. Yeah. <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> <up>. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And uh, we're going to start with Brother Darrell, and he has a comment. Let's see.
8: Welcome, family. That's yeah, like yes. another well, like well,
0: like How are you, sir?
8: Uh, uh, fine. Praise be to Allah. Um, I was just listening to the uh, the guests, and I think a lot for the brothers that you know uplifting the book, closing the gap. I wanted to Hello. speak on about what happened to our sister Brianna. You notice how, when you touched on it, that's why I love your show because we be right on it. We be teaching. Uh, they make a mockery, like you said. Uh, the sister that lost her daughter, she already said to the press that she didn't feel that there was any hope anyway. She already felt that it was going to be what it was. So she was already okay. prepared for it. But if we go back and listen to what happened to the the, uh, the Muslim brother from over in, uh, uh, when he her boyfriend told her don't go out and she called the police and he ended up killing her, they didn't waste no time sentencing him, you see what I'm saying? Because she was a mm-hmm. white woman. You
5: mm-hmm.
8: know. Right. And then the brother carrying that name. Right. Of son, Muhammad, and they did mm-hmm. not hesitate because they let you know, nigga, you know, you kill one of ours regardless if you carrying a badge, you still a nigga. You know. Right. And, and that's they something, that's
1: him. a good point and to they, bring out. Yeah.
8: Yeah. And they sentenced him immediately. But here it is, I mm-hmm. saw in her
1: own home.
8: They said that they ringed out thirty seven bullets in that home. But they said they passed a law where you don't have to have a war and you could just kick the door in. See, this is going right into what Trump is saying. You know, you do what you want with these black people and ain't nothing that's going to be done because it's almost going back, like you said, Django and also a time to kill when the brother's daughter got raped by those two white boys. He knew it wasn't going to be no justice. So he came and uh, broke into the uh, the, uh, courthouse and he went on to took the white boys out. <clears throat> right, right. This is, this is what's getting ready to happen. And it is happening. And uh, we just have it to understand. Is right. Right.
3: Mm-hmm. Yes,
8: it is. We better get on quick and fast, mm-hmm. separate from this beast, because there's no That's way right. that Come we on. can get any justice in this system. And if we haven't caught on in 467 years, we're in trouble. If we don't understand who Minister Farrakhan is. I just wanted, wanted to, to touch day. on that. May Allah continue you. to bless you. I love you all. And may Allah continue to bless you, too, Thank you. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Oh,
1: thank you, uh, beloved. Look, yeah, yeah here's, That is such a beautiful point. You know, they're just, the the injustice is so pervasive and outrageous, we forget. And the, in our face, see, going like Brother Daryl said, mockery, the mm-hmm. the black police officer i think that was in minnesota but he was from he's from somalia and this yeah. is his first year on the force that that happened <laughs> it's in a pitch black alley and he sees this movement so he has a nervous reaction he fires his weapon now how many times have we had to listen to these crackers say I was in fear of my life.
7: Come on. Right. Come
8: on. And, and they That's say not. it
1: in the most absurd circumstances.
8: Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: But this, uh, he brought up that, this no-knock warrant, um, which really was developed for black people.
8: Exactly. Because
1: the law on its face contradicts uh, a democracy, a so-called democracy. It's like Sister Attorney Pamela said earlier. That's outrageous that the law permits them to just break somebody's door down undercover and not announce themselves.
8: Exactly. That's right. Mm -hmm.
1: Now, if that's not entrapment or a setup, I don't know what is. And that sister that was shot to death by the police in Fort Worth, Texas, Last year, mm-hmm.
0: remember right. they
1: and and her neighbor called the police, which is another issue with us. Her right. neighbor called the police two in the morning because he heard noises, but we're so divided, and and some of these brothers are so punctified. Instead of Stay him down. checking to see what was going on, he calls the police, and they. Come to the corner, lights, the headlights weren't even on. And they right. slide up to her house and they're going around the shrubs like burglars.
8: Exactly.
1: So she has a license to have a weapon and she takes that. She's in there with her nephew, who's a child. She takes a yeah. gun out and they just fire on her. It, it, it's designed. Okay. To set us up for them to kill us.
8: Yes, it's yes, one of it.
1: fifty million ways. They probably got a book right. among them. Fifty million ways to kill a nigger. <laughs> That's, That's
8: weird. weird. Yeah.
1: You, know, yeah, you that, know that they Come read on. in the bathroom at night.
7: Okay. Mm-hmm. And
1: and and we got people still talking about we're gonna vote. Well, we get Biden in. Uh, right, to right, right. We get Biden right. in office. Yeah. Who's
0: mm-hmm. really like just the, as wicked as turn
1: Trump? It up to you know, he's just, he's just not as ignorant, you know, and, and outlandish. No. But right. we'll go back. We'll go back to the phones. I'm starting to go off again. <laughs> 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 it's, 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 well, it's, come yeah. on now. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Oh, now listen, brothers, y'all got to hear from this caller. <laughs> I actually wanted to make sure he was on. This is one of our junior FOI, Brother Kareem. Oh, yeah. I saw Malay Brother Kareem.
3: Are you with us? Yeah. Uh oh,
1: that's some kind of interference here. Yeah. Uh oh, his call dropped, So he's way out on the west coast, but we'll, we'll get him back. He'll call back in. And so in the meantime, yeah. we will go to brother uh, brother Rockman out in that's six hundred two. That's Phoenix. As-salamu ah. alaikum, sir.
9: Well examined. Brother brother. Uh, yes, ma'am. Uh, thanks for taking my yeah. call. Good evening. Good evening sure. to your guests. Good evening. That's what I'm yeah. alaikum, brother. Assalamualaikum, Assalamualaikum. I've been thinking this has been on my mind for a while. And I'm thinking about the four hundred and sixty five years of the black man woman's struggle <laughs> in America. So that those coming behind those in struggle, sacrificed and suffered and died would have a better opportunity to succeed and enjoy the finer things in life. So mm-hmm. the point, my point on is this. Those like Oprah, Jay-Z, Michael, Jordan, and others who have become financially successful off the suffering of black men, women, children, I'm thinking the other day, I'm, thinking, I'm kind of rough around the edge, well, they should be paying some black taxes because they've mm-hmm. achieved success from our relatives, our ancestors, who died so that they may become successful. And they take all That's their right. resources, many of them, and give it right back to the oppressor.
3: That's and
9: they right. don't pay any compensation, no black taxes at all. And this is mm-hmm. me, Mr. Sable. I think about this. I'm rough around the age. I'm 75 years old, okay? Well, mm-hmm. I've been around since yes, 1955. And it's really um, disturbing. So some way, I know a billionaire, inshallah, I'm going to meet with him when I get in contact with him. And I'm going to talk to him. Because he's a man just like I'm a man. And I talk to men because I'm a man myself. Regardless of whether he a yeah. you he's a trillionaire. I articulate my That's perspective. The right. truth That's- that Allah gave me revealed to me. And what the minister and the messenger did for me. So as a man, I stand up as a man, and I articulate my perspective, and I present it to people, period. And I'm out in the street, and I feel that I'm in Detroit right now, and these people in Detroit is almost totally insane, okay? I mean totally. And I talk with them. I see them. They have no regard for law and order, nothing. They race, they drive through the streets, they're killing and murdering. And this is a really disturbing factor. But my back to my point though. I really, really believe some way, somehow, you know, not necessarily having a brigade of tax collectors like the IRS, but intelligently, you know, articulating uh, and appealing to people or even forcing these people to be black taxes, or just get out of town as Malcolm X said by sundown. Thank <laughs> you so much for taking the of you know, all, <laughs> all the right
1: things. Yes, know. sir. So what are your
7: thoughts
9: well,
1: on um, like Brother Rachman's Rockman, point?
7: That's that's beautiful. If if I could say sister to, to the Minister Ava, um, yes, he had me reflecting uh, back earlier when you missed the when you mentioned a, about justifiable. And I thought about, you know, in two thousand and seven when the honorable minister Louis Farrakhan delivered that three part series. Based on justifiable homicide, black youth in Pharaoh from Moss Marion, yeah. and then it broadcast throughout the 120 cities. Now, it's uh, transcribed in the book. Um, and remember, he one thing that he talked about during this series was white freedom to kill at will. And this is yes. a quote he said, he, he said, and I quote, the killing of every black human being. During the 300 years of chattel slavery, and even now, the then 150 years up from slavery at the hand of white people is generally considered excusable. And according to the dictionary, the term justifiable means that whatever is justifiable is usable. And he said, it is excusable because it is justified by the principle of justice. And and, it, mm-hmm. and, it, and, it, and it's just something. You know, when you think about it, and, and Brother Terrence talked about it earlier, the same way as I did, Brother, that was on the phone, you know, it's truly a travesty. When you think about this corrupt system and we put our trust in a system that's not designed by us and for us, and then we find ourselves betrayed, disappointed, and abused. So, you know, it's it's not like, you know, you, you have those that they look for the loyalty in voting. I'm not advocating not to vote, but one thing the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan said, and I'll never forget. He said, you should vote for the person you think is good for you, but remember the good that they do is limited by the system that they are in. And we have to Jeez. keep that in mind. Because voting is not going to solve the root of our problem, that systemic racism, that white supremacy that we have to do. Uh, and, I, you know, I, I go back to uh, when you came here, like you was talking about in 2018, separation, the support that the people gave, the questions that they asked and they want. I mean, I, I think our people is ready for it. And they have yeah. now evidence to see. That would present the case for separation like this is needed. No no other no other way we're going to get the solution that we're looking for. It is obvious. We have tried. You can't even come up with something else that we have tried and think that it's going to work. Whatever we try to come up with, whatever theory, put all together the hypothesis that we think that we can put together and try and test them out. And we're going to have fail at the fail at the fail at the fail attempt. But let's try. After we don't went through all that, let's try. Separation. Separation. So I, I hope, you know, our people realize the case for separation and how important it is. And I and I look forward to talking more deeply into it, you know, doing closing the gap, inshallah, when you're on the show. Because we, we really mm-hmm. gotta get into that. Absolutely. Thank you, sister. Yeah, no yeah. question. No, thank you. Very beautiful, brother thank Chad. You.
0: Uh, to yeah. yes, and- yes, ma'am.
4: Yes, ma'am. I just wanted to add on the facts that, you know, these demons are coming up with to justify, to falsely make up excuses in Breonna Taylor's case. Because one, the lawyer in this news article, he says that, The right, he's saying that Mr. Walker, who is her boyfriend, he's saying that they, he had him and the officers had the right to basically shoot at each other, and at that point, unfortunately, Breonna Taylor is just a casualty, you know. So just this thought that these officers Mm -hmm. supposedly had the right to come into her house and shoot thirty bullets at her, you know, and the law they say the brother Walker he only shot one warning. You know, shot is what we're hearing. But the thought that the officers just have the right to come in your house and kill you, and that these you know people are trying to, these lawyers are trying to justify that. She's just a casualty, getting shot down by thirty bullets in her house. So I, I was just listening to you all talk about yes. these falsifications, and I wanted to put that out there, sister Ava, so we can yes. be prepared. No, I'm, I'm glad to hear you did. Junk. Like, Yes ma'am
1: yeah because we we have to appreciate the the extreme nature of of what's going on That's and you know once you once you take somebody's life you know and, and as sister Pamela knows in the law they have something called non recurring events, and obviously the biggest non recurring event is death you you don't you don't have two times at that, yeah. Mm-hmm and and the the dismissive posture of white america you know uh, trump was out uh, giving accolades to this little uncle tom handkerchief head sellout prosecutor do you know do you know what how he had to bend and bow to end up being the attorney general of kentucky And some of the most ignorant white people in the world live there.
3: Right, right,
1: right. Including Senator Mitch McConnell. You know, you get yeah. up and talk about you You don't want to pass a stimulus check. You don't want to give out uh, another round of stimulus checks of some little Mickey Mouse amount to the American people, but you 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 don't want the debt to to go up but you didn't say that when you were forking over billions to the airlines
6: that's right okay that's right
1: but here's a here's a state you want to you want to say you're worried about people getting money they shouldn't when this is one of the poorest states in the country and it it's completely uh being subsidized by the federal government It always takes more money than it gives. You know, I'm thinking about Brother uh, Rachman talking about taxes, you know. And and there's there's some obligation on the part of people that grow wealthy off of their community. See, that's why the United States is going down, because the 1% of whites who are at the very top, these billionaires, during Trump's administration, they have been able to basically be tax-free. You know, as the Quran said, woe to the cheater. So you made your billions out of this country, but you won't put anything back. You'd rather pay lawyers and accountants (laughs) to get out of paying taxes because it's not based on money. It's based on greed and just being a devil
3: right you can't
1: help it you're a rebel to god's will so god wants us to share the resources that come from his creation so you go in the complete total opposite direction because trump's base we think is just all poor white trash but they they don't have the resources to put him in office Alone. That's
6: right. That's right.
1: See, at the other end of the spectrum is his other base, which are these multi-billionaires who act liberal out in public. Some of them. Some of them don't even do that. A lot of these owners of these teams, these professional. Uh sports teams which like the NFL, which could not exist without black men, and you have the owner of the Patriots who is a a, a dirty old man, a sex predator, who got busted in in some uh massage parlor or something in Florida he's on video. With these young females they brought over here in boats. And he gets off, going back to Sister Pamela's point, the judge said the video could not come into evidence. Are you serious?
7: Wow. Mm-hmm.
1: So he's walking around, you know, huff you know, chest puffed out when he's dumb but he, but he's a billionaire, and he's a big-time Trump supporter. Mm-hmm. So this is why someone mentioned to me earlier. I was talking with someone, several people in the last few days. I, he's going to be. He's either going to get reelected or he's going to refuse to leave, because the law That's wants right. Trump in that Oval Office. That's yeah. right. No point. And until a law decides he shouldn't be there, there's no force and power that's going to get him out of there.
6: And that's what you can see, uh, dear sister, how he is setting up. He's making preparations to respond yes, he is. at his legal laws. Although, as that's you right. said, The minister did say that uh, he would be the last pharaoh, so he'll find a way to remain in office. And you can see him taking the steps to make that happen to the degree that publicly he would not commit to a peaceful transition of power. Isn't that something? That's right. He would not say (laughs) yes. that's That's right. That's right. To a simple question, and traditionally in America, this is what has taken place. It's a, an assumption that there will be a peaceful transition of leadership according to who wins the presidency. But here's a man that is putting in place conditions that will allow him to fight a legal law of the election, mm-hmm. and he doesn't intend to move. But you know, um, my dear sister and listeners, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan already summed it up in a very short phrase where Trump is concerned. He said he wants to be a king. And yeah, he, I mean, he's some, very open
1: about his yeah, very very open.
6: open. That's right. Absolutely. this is why he thumbs his uh, uh, nose, if you will, at uh, um, constitutional law. Well, certainly ethics is out the window. He lies with abandon. I mean, he just lies. (laughs) You can (laughs) tell he's lying simply by observing that his mouth is moving. Because everything (laughs) everything he says just about (laughs) is a lie. And no uh, no compunction, you know, for telling the lie. But you made an excellent point, and I'll close my um, statement on this, uh, Sister Minister Ava, when you said his base is not necessarily made up of those low-level devils, if you will.
3: Mm-hmm. The
6: ignorant right. devils. He right. manipulates their natural hatred of black yes, people right. and people of right, color. Right. He, he manipulates that. But in reality, his yes, real base are the super rich.
3: Yes. Those That's right. Who,
6: those that really are sitting behind the apparent throne of power.
3: That's right,
6: and pulling the strings—that's his real base. That was Bush's real base.
1: That's exactly. In fact, right.
6: that's the real base exactly. of all of the president.
1: That's right, and what oh, has God. happened is that the—you know—we're—we're we're, we're looking at Satan's house divided, and the—the yeah. the politicizing of the uh, COVID nineteen. You have. Uh, almost to a person, uh, the the medical views reflect the political position. It's the politics that's controlling what perception or interpretation of the of the uh, life and and journey of the virus is. It, it's, it's unparalleled in U.S. history. What's going on now? But each of them have painted themselves into a corner because on one extreme, you have Trump and his people. They're saying it basically doesn't even exist. That's how extreme they are. But on the other extreme, you have the Jewish-controlled liberal media making the virus to seem like it's Ebola or uh, Godzilla is, is coming down the street. So, stay in your house. Don't come out. Don't get the sunshine vitamin that you're going to need, Mm -hmm. okay, to boost your immune system. Hide in your house. You know, wear a mask. Even though it's our job to check the virus, we're going to shift it and put the burden on the people. And so now the Democratic base is scared to go to the polls. Because you have terrified them. So even as you reopen, they won't come out. Disney had to delay the release of one of their big blockbusters because the people aren't flocking to the movies. Because you scared them. They don't want to get on a plane. They don't want to go anywhere. And on on the other end, you have Trump with his base in, in big crowds all up on each other. That's right. And yelling and screaming, you know, nasty racial slurs. So it it is it is truly the fall of America going on, but what what is going to happen in all likelihood is because of the fact you cannot you're not going to get the the mail ballots don't get counted until the end of the voting on election day, cool. when everything closes, that's when they start literally. Now they're going to calculate the, uh, officially the mailing. Right, right, right.
6: That's right. On television,
1: right. you're going to see Trump people wrapped around the block. Okay? And he's, it's going to look like he won by a landslide. Because he's telling his people, uh, vote twice. Remember, he told them in North Carolina, mail one in and show up. That's
6: right. (laughs) Right, right. We were just
2: having that conversation. That's
1: right. Right. Come on. So they're going to come out in droves while the Democratic voters are going to stay in the House and mail theirs in. And so Trump is going to get millions and millions of votes. And Biden will get 10 votes. And then when the mail comes in, it's going to flip. That's right. Mm. Because all the mm. polls show Biden killing the man. Okay? So, but when that happens, Trump's going to say, fake news, fraud, is the hoax. Come on. Come on. Right. Uh, and then and then it goes yeah, to court, yeah. his mm-hmm. Supreme Court. Court, come on, <laughs> there
2: you go. Mm-hmm. Listen, uh,
1: set it up. Good. And they're going to say the president is right. There was this is questionable. There was fraud in the ballot and so on and so forth. And therefore, we're declaring Donald Trump the president. That's mm-hmm. yes. right. Cause he didn't he didn't win against Hillary Clinton in the popular vote. That's right. She Lost got the about popular 3 vote. He got the electoral that's right. vote. Yeah. Come on. So that there that's it is. that's the reality. Making mischief by means of the law. Okay. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, yep. As the minister's right. He he's the last because even if someone else came, the the total structure of the country is being turned inside out because of his presidency. And they may right. not have another, I mean, you know, he said he wants to be king, but I think it's gonna be like those Mad Max movies when it's all said and done. And that that's you know, where they're in the desert killing each other to get a jug of water. And so uh that's why I'd rather we take these southern states and get out of Dodge you know, and close our yes. borders. Yes, that's ma'am. what the messenger said. He said we will have borders <laughs> okay, around right. our territory. Mm. And we already have a military. We have a military for a reason. Mm. So anyway, let's get back let's and try. let's uh, <laughs> yes. take a call <laughs> from Sister ourselves. <laughs> Yes, in problem.
5: Well, Thank you, Doctor Ava, and it was very insightful hearing from the other uh, ministers today. And I just wanted to mention some things. When Brianna Taylor, when the family, when they settled with the family, it was only twelve million dollars. And I say yeah, yeah, yeah. this, maybe Sister Pamela would know wasn't there another settlement with a white woman that was $20 million? Something I think somewhat similar, but it's always, I'm thinking, hey, she she's owed a little bit more money here because it's not equal. As well as I wanted to let you know that Wells Fargo, did you hear about what the CEO of Wells Fargo said about they no. cannot find any um black people to take on any of the jobs with this diversity thing because they're not qualified and they cannot find any. So that's something I thought <laughs> should be brought on, brought on the table as okay. like a minority. But then where do we run and put our money? We always have excuses why we couldn't use Seaway. That's like a bank in Chicago back in the day when I used to live in the right. Midwest. And some mm-hmm. other black things, we always have excuses where we can't put our money, and especially a lot of the black churches, and I'm not talking about the nation as, you know, as our our calling, but I'm talking about the Protestant churches that bring in big halls we're used to before COVID. I think some of their... their coffers might be down but it's always an excuse why we can't trust our money now you never hear about asian banks having problems even latinos i think their bank is three five something like that that's my oh that's a oh a minority bank but what someone had told me about Kentucky, and I was always somewhat concerned about Kentucky, because I remember speaking to you years ago, I said, there's no such thing as 50 states, there's um, six commonwealths, and two republics, and is in California, then um, um Massachusetts is a commonwealth and Kentucky is a commonwealth. What I've always, was, I was recently told about Kentucky, why it always votes for Moscow Mitch or I said itch McCown, uh, McConnell, mm-hmm. um, is that his trophy wife, who's Asian, that they deal in drugs and just they. Uh, I heard more specifics, <laughs> but I tell people please don't tell me the facts because don't tell me secrets because I have a I always have a way of sharing secrets. So, but that's what I that's why I hear how he constantly gets re-aligned uh, yes, yes. with folks because So-called it's like election. drugs. Yeah. So yes, mm-hmm. so I'll just let it. And it, it costs
1: somewhere. it costs about twenty million dollars to. Uh, wage uh, senatorial campaign. That, that's why yeah. most of the U.S. Senate is is white, rich white males. And
5: because they have about, it costs you about
1: twenty dollars, $20 to buy a Senate seat, basically.
5: And, yeah. and they have filled these courts with the Federalists, and it started when they got bored. And that's when Mitch McConnell was very upset about what happened with Judge. Bork, he was up for a Supreme Court, and that it ended up being yes. a verb and noun. And since then, it was their that was their sacred duty to make sure they may not be on a planet, but they have it set up that they will can still try to control c- control us. So that's what I wanted to share. Never like had, but
1: that's beautiful. <laughs> but you know what? Thank thank you so much, uh, Sister Darcelle. Um, Her point, I'm so glad she brought up the settlement. And I'm going to be honest with you, see, you know, the Holy Quran talks about being neither this nor that. And then Brother Rachman bringing up our debt to our ancestors, to our parents, to those who have sacrificed so that we can live like we live, okay? And... um, I got to say about my dear brother, Benjamin Crump, Um, Mr. Pamela, you know, you can comment on this and help me, but
5: I'm going to tell you, I was
1: kind of railing with my husband. We were both yelling and railing. See, you know, you're going to get up here and and holler about this handkerchief-head Negro, okay, and how this should have... Uh, been there should have been a charge and Attorney Crump is saying that the that the application to get the no knock search warrant okay because you you got to go to a judge to get that so somebody has to show a judge probable cause that there's drug trafficking going on and that if the police announce themselves the the drug dealer is going to escape which is a bunch of you know what? Okay, so mm-hmm. you put in the application, and you got to say why you think. Uh, you have to have some evidence. Crump is saying that the the person, the cop that put in the application, lied on the probable cause application. But see, here's my concern with you, my dear brother lawyer. You settled. For $12 million. Number one. You settle before finding out. The the results.
6: Come on sis. Come on.
1: Okay. Number two. You know. You also could have gone to trial. On the yeah. civil action. And you would have got almost as much stuff out in the civil action, as in the criminal. These same people, they could have been subpoenaed, you could do depositions, but we get so thirsty to get some money. And I really was perturbed when the settlement was reached and they said, this is the highest settlement um I think about what Sister Darcella said about us in these banks. You know how we just get excited. That's that slave mentality. Come on.
2: Come on. Mm. That's Over right. Over nothing. a little
1: money. What is That's right. $12 That's right. million dollars in 2020? Oh, this sister that. had literally another 50-plus years to live. She was 26. That's right.
6: That's right. Yeah.
1: Now, when the lawyers get their third, okay, we're talking about $8 million, then taxes.
7: Wow.
1: Her mother will never see her again, will never hear her voice again.
7: Come on. That's right. A
1: family is devastated. A community is devastated. You know, why didn't you say, I want $100 million or we're going to trial? Mm-hmm. And go to right. trial and, and bring this out about this lie so that you could get punitive yes. mm-hmm. damages.
3: Hmm. And if right. you
1: lost, who cares? You would keep this in front of the world forever while this drags through litigation. That's why they settled, that's why the city settled. Mm-hmm. They want this thing off the television.
0: That's right. Come on.
7: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, you know, twelve million dollars in 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 the wealthy class that that is no. I mean, I I would fall out to get twelve million dollars, but like that, no.
7: Come on. Come on. And the
1: minister's teaching that right now. We're We're going over that in the study guide. In hypocrisy and conspiracy, we just finished. Satan comes through your desires.
3: That's
6: right, That's right. your desires,
1: That's making suggestions in your mind, casting uh, firm uh, evil suggestions into firm resolution.
3: So the righteous
1: side of you, the man in you, the black man who knows that this little young sister was murdered. This is a uh, this is a woman. Our children and women are being taken out openly. Right, right, yes, ma'am. Right. You know, Mike, Michael Corleone said in in Godfather two. Mm-hmm. Remember mm-hmm. when they shot at his house in Nevada, mm-hmm. and when he went to see Frank Pentanzli, when he was so. Enraged about Not that they tried to kill him That's expected Because of the business you're in
3: That's and right
1: Where they did it
6: that's right. In my home In my Come
1: on, bedroom
2: That's right Where my All right. Come wife on.
1: sleeps
2: That's where right. listen.
1: Where my children Play with their toys,
6: their toys.
1: Oh Come it's on. on now
6: That's right That's right
9: He
0: killed his own brother. Mm.
1: You don't let any man even insult your woman, let alone kill her.
6: Come on. Come on, sis.
1: So we're being pushed and pushed and pushed to the point where, you know, we're going to have to abandon this court system. Mm-hmm. And just have some street justice. Um, and right. may the best man win. Whatever. Go Survival <laughs> of the fittest. We're the tribe <laughs> yeah. of Shabbat.
0: That's right. So we that's, will, that's right. if
1: there's one of us left, we will be the last man standing. Trust and believe.
7: Allahu Akbar. Go
6: ahead, sis. That's some right. That's right. That's
0: right. Some laboratory creature.
7: Hmm. That
1: Doctor Yaku made strictly out of complete rebellion, whose time has been gone.
0: And that's right. And
1: as the minister said, if we stop thinking about white people, they will cease to exist.
6: That's right. That's right. Make that plain. They're not
1: even here anymore. They're they're an illusion that we're giving life to because we are can we get a charge in this case? Can we get a job?
6: Come on. Come on. Come on.
1: We really need to snap out of this
3: before.
2: You still there, uh, that, Dave? It sound like something had happened. Right. Okay. Uh, disconnect. I
1: don't I'm know. i talking. Got I was muted, saying, but... let me get. I'm sorry, I put my ear on the. I was looking. Oh, I thought okay. I saw one of our uh, regular callers, uh, Sister Ula.
3: Man,
6: sister Ula is
1: quite popular, brothers. <laughs> I saw <laughs> her.
6: Yes, I, I, I know her. this. Is a, yes,
1: ma'am. Yes, <laughs> yes. yes. Oh, here she is. Now, hopefully, she didn't go to sleep with because sometimes. No, I'm not going oh, to <laughs> We didn't bore you to sleep,
0: okay? You still oh are. no, ma'am! I was so busy <laughs> doing. I don't think a lot of y'all know it, but I do a lot with with herbs, and I was running around like yes, crazy ma'am. putting them together. But Sister <laughs> Ava, I love you. I love the program. I look forward to it every week. I was born on crazy. Thursday night at ten oh one. The minute you get off the program, that was the day I was. That was the time I was born. But I My wanted goodness. to say this, I wanted to say this because I know we don't have much time, but the key is, uh, like you say, we got to get our mind, complete. they're doing this to keep us upset and thinking about them. Once we get our mind off of them and concentrate on building, we won't know this devil exists. You, you know, I honorable right. like Muhammad said, you won't even know he there until you flip him off your little finger. Something like that, That's but you know what I'm exactly.
6: love you all. Thank yeah. you yeah. much. I'll come awesome. later. Love you too. too.
0: Walaikum salam.
6: Walaikum salam. Love so You know, she, she, she is, she is, and uh, she's right. And the honorable minister Lewis Parakhan mm-hmm. made the statement that a rising force tears down and roots out a falling. Mm. So, for those of us, and we all should want this but for those of us who want to see an end to this racist devilish demonic society Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we just can't sit around waiting
3: to the
6: degree or the rate of Mm -hmm. speed that Mm -hmm. they fall is directly related to the rate of speed that we obey the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan and begin to build a separate state, territory Mm -hmm. of our own, either on this continent Mm -hmm. or elsewhere.
3: So we look forward to you addressing
6: that Saturday, my dear sister. We so look forward to your presence (laughs) on our show. Thank
1: you. Well, I'm going to do one last caller, get one more in, and uh, let's see if we can get our brother Derek and and maybe you can get this done in one minute. I <laughs> alaikum Brother Derek.
7: Melinka <laughs> well, Salaam. Yes, one minute. Hey,
8: uh sister yes, you sir. can tell that, that this is really, really judgment time. Because uh I mm-hmm. read on Sister Nik Mc- Akila um uh site that I did not know that September twenty third, nineteen fifty five, Teal's murders murderers was acquitted. Acquitted. But also yes. September twenty third, twenty twenty, Breonna Taylor's murder also were yes.
3: acquitted. Mm-hmm.
8: Not a coincidence. Judgment
1: is here. God is no, gonna kill not. them all. Thank you, sister. Oh, thank you for that. We mentioned that at the top of the program. Oh, that a, a lot of oh, people wow. are on now. No, a lot of people on now would have missed it if you hadn't revisited because that is.
7: That's core to what the
1: messenger said about mocking us. They purposely Mm. did that. You're not going to tell me Mm -hmm. that that just happened. And we don't believe in coincidences Uh anyway. That's right. Thank you so much, uh, Brother Darrell. They're letting us know, you know, you're still a nigga in 2020. And this is how we deal with niggas. That's what they're saying. So I want to quickly thank my wonderful guest, uh student minister James Muhammad, student minister Chad Muhammad, and um I hope that you will uh, join us Saturday at 6 p.m. Central 7 Eastern I had it up I know it's going to be on uh my Facebook page live but also the program has your program has a Facebook page
3: absolutely
1: right
6: closing the gap broadcast closing the gap
1: they, Yes, right.
6: sir. It will be. It and will be broadcasting on Facebook as well as YouTube.
1: Praise be to Allah, and it'll also be on Ava dot com.
0: So visit That's, us on all go. these sites. That's right.
1: Call your friends and everything. It's yeah. it's early in the evening, so if you yeah. want to entertain yourself with some movies or dinner or something later, you have plenty of time for that after the program. So That's thank right. you. Good. Uh, also, it's my co-host, different. Brother Terrence, our legal contributor, uh, Sister Attorney Pamela, Mohammed, our um, – who did I leave? I left somebody out.
3: Sister S- I, Rona. Like, Sister,
1: Sister Rona, 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 executive
0: producer. Yeah.
1: Thank all yeah. of you. And may Allah bless us with love and the light of understanding. I'll see you tomorrow on Zoom if you get there in time. because We only take 300 people. A study yeah, the app. Right. 7.30 tomorrow yeah. and listen to the opening yeah. on NOI.org. As-salamu alaykum. Wow, alaykum as-salam. As-salamu
0: salam
7: so